sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Good morning, uh, maybe afternoon or good evening to all of our listeners here at Teen Sports Radio. So excited that you're all here with us today. We've got a great group today in the house. We've got the founder of the Challengers, a longtime friend, Retta Slay. How are you doing, Retta? Oh, I'm doing great, Erica. Thank you so much for inviting me on the show today. Thank you. All right, Don Sanders. How you doing, Don? I'm very well. Thank you. All right, Christine Marie. I'm looking forward to uh, the, this, this week's Tarot card. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderfully. Thank you. All right. Of course, we have to have our community activist in the house, Stephanie Forrester. How are you doing, Stephanie? I'm doing really well. Thank you. Uh, okay. You're going to give us an update during our introduction, but let me finish, round out the uh, room here. Emily, you're just since she's back. Aren't <laughs> you happy, this officer? She's our CHO of PSR. Don't you love how I yeah, just yeah. throw that out? How are you doing, Emily? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. I feel the love here, Erica. I'm so <laughs> grateful to be back here at Tan Sport Radio. So thank you so much for having me here. Uh, well, you're what's <laughs> a co-host, always a co-host. <laughs> Thanks. Right. What happens on TSR stays in TSR. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it. Get That's it. That's all I what's going on with you? We'll start off with you. What's going on with you? With me? Yes, you. Oh, my gosh. So, so many wonderful things. There is, well, first of all, I mean, what uh, just gratitude for being here with you today on this beautiful Santa Barbara morning and uh, lots of music. I'm teaching lots of families, helping them. I have a new program called Peace at the Keys, which is all about promoting peace in your heart and peace in the world. And so, yeah, it's really wonderful. So what I'm encouraging people people to do the first step is to breathe at the bench so and even if you don't have a piano bench you could imagine yourself playing the keys sitting there and i think that breath support like what i do when i have a sit down is just imagine that peace flowing around the world and so because music is vibration it can connect to every single heart around the world and since teen sport radio is getting so much press around the world we can connect at a heart center through the music so that's one thing that's so cool for teens and you could teach that to our athletes Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yes. we might, well, maybe later you know, on the show we could like do a little practice. <laughs> breathing, couldn't you. breathing at the bench be when you're breathing on the bench in a team sport? <laughs> yes, you could do that. You could translate it over to sitting on the bench. Uh, yeah, that's an excellent idea, Christine. Wherever we are, right? Starting with that deep breath because, wow, life is so amazing. But um, to deepen into it, to deepen and connect your feet on the earth, to be present, your heart open, which Teen Sport Radio does so amazingly. So. So thank you so much for having me be here today. Nice. We got also Dominique Hackey. She's sitting right next to me. <laughs> I go, I forgot you. So sorry. <laughs> she has a hookah for us later. She's really excited about it. Obviously, she's been teasing. Uh, she's doing the hookah dance, but she won't say what it is. So that's it. So <laughs> looking for that uh, a little bit later as well. Sierra Boatwright just popped in. How are you doing, Sierra? I'm good. You getting the gym rat therapist today. 
Yeah, I see that. Yeah, you're flexing. I like it. Look at those. Look at those guns, as they say. Woo! So you're doing the whole bodybuilding thing now, right? Yeah, seven and a half weeks out for my first bodybuilding competition. Wow. wow. That is awesome. Yeah. yeah, so I'm right there in it with the Whoa, with our team athletes. Oh man, look at that. We got a competition yeah. guns going oh, on. Okay. All right, Let's go. Let's go. Hey, down. I got a nice wing wing roll right here. I'll show you that. There you go. I'm, I'm like, not showing I think mine. My brush, my brush shrunk. What the heck? What the heck is that? Hello. Anyways, what's going on? So, Dr. G. Talk to me. How have you been? Doing very, very well. I have to say I'm enjoying this weather. Uh, uh, the nice cool breezes even in the afternoon down here uh, at the station and getting out and walking around, just enjoying uh, enjoying life. Uh, I've been doing uh, 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 some of my own, interestingly enough, um, auto repair, but they're minor little things, not like getting under the hood. And it feels really good to accomplish stuff, even if it's nice. small things. It's like. I changed the light bulb out in the tail light of my truck. And this may sound strange to some people, but it's like, ah, I have a new truck. It's so cool. <laughs> and every time I do something like that, that's how it feels. So it's very cool. Very, very cool. Well, I want to give a shout out to our teens that are new drivers in town. Because a lot of teens work on getting their driver's license during the summer months mm -hmm. and, and they're driving and so forth. And the first time that you have to fix something on the automobile that you are now responsible for. Wow. It's very empowering. So uh, nice to hear it. Dr. D you're encouraging us all to take it on and, and we can do it. Nice. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and, and, and take, uh, joy in those little things like changing a light bulb or what have you. Yeah. Uh, Cause it just, yeah. like I said, I, and I even, uh, I had to change out, for example, the fuel door uh, on, on the, on this particular truck, there is no lock or anything like that. And there's no gas cap. This is mm -hmm. the way it's designed. And that the, the, the door is supposed to pop back in while mm -hmm. the spring broke mm -hmm. on my old one. So I ordered a new one. I actually was able to put that in and that's not uh, that's not an easy it was not an easy thing to do and uh, again it's that that sense of accomplishment <gasps> got a new truck again yeah. I, don't, I, don't ever even, I don't ever even attempt to do anything because I always have extra parts so <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I call my boy Mike Ruiz at Ruiz Auto okay uh, old town and also airs repair uh, airs repairs that's another one let's not talk we've got to talk about airs thank you Dominique all right yeah <laughs> those are two really great places let's let's get a quick little update before we go to break i've got i want to talk to uh because i don't know how long they're going to stick around here this show because i i can't remember who's going to stay who's going to go but uh red i want to start with you uh challengers you've got you've got needs what do we need well first of all again i'm i'm so excited these kids keep growing but they're still around looking for a good ball game and we're playing central coast double a baseball so challenger currently is at dos pueblos little league up to age 14. anyone that is above that age or about to turn that age is welcome to join us uh this past season we played at the uh, cabrillo ballpark it was awesome however they have one ball field 
And we grew to about 30 uh, registered players for our first season. That's awesome. So, um, we need, uh, we're looking for a, a place to have two, that has two fields next year. Because um, there's such a sense of camaraderie and um, this group is close. We started with them when they were young, like, um, you know, uh, six, seven, eight at, at the Little League out in Gersh Park. And they want to be together. If they don't like the idea of staggered or playing different times, the families, it's a real community that we've grown. And it'll be, um, they'll be lifetimers. They'll be playing ball as long as they can. Um, our age span uh, was from about 14. I think our oldest was 58. 58. Right. But everybody got along. Everybody, we could break them up into different skill levels. Everyone improved. Um, such a beautiful facility out there at Cabrillo Ballpark. So we're looking for additional space. Uh, we've got a couple uh, that I'm working on right now, talking with their um, administrators to see. And that's going to be a key if we can do that. And so we can have two games going at the same time. I think our kids have been... Um, you know, so well taken care of out at Gersh Park with those beautiful fields that they um, they don't like rubber bases on grass anymore. They want real ball fields. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but we're having a great time. Uh, we provide year round sports with our Santa Barbara special needs adaptive programs. So currently we've been playing basketball at this page center on Sundays, always looking for volunteers at Sundays, 2.30 to 4 p.m. Just show up in the gym. And then we have um, um, Saturdays from 10 to noon. Now we're playing down at the softball field at Hirsch Park along uh, baseball and uh, soccer and basketball. It's just a ball sports morning. Uh, we've got some other things coming up too, but we're getting through this season and looking forward to our fall. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Christine, Richard, Dominique, myself, and Don all went down there on your opening day. I know. And it was, it was great. So fun. It was, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was fun. so fun, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. really liked yeah. it. It was great. Christine was, uh, I didn't know she had a gun. Good job, Christine. <laughs> a lot, I found a whole, your whole skill set here now. And on top of the tarot, you got a little bit of a cannon there. I liked it. Did <laughs> I? I don't know. I don't remember that. I did play oh, a little yeah. softball in high school. That was, you, you know, go. I got yeah. most improved player my senior there year. The one year I did it. So. There you go. <laughs> Put in the yeah. effort. And Don drove all the way up from Ohio. So thank you, Don. That was awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah. Well, we're always looking for sponsors um, for our next season. We, we uh, expect to grow even more. So we're excited. What's the, uh, your contact information? It's sbsnap.org, right? If you be, wanna, yeah, uh, info, info at sbsnap.org. Oh, info at, info at sbsnap.org. Okay, great. Yeah. And the phone number? 805-452-9039. Um, you can Great. text or call 805-452-9039. Yeah. Well, we have two minutes left, but you know, this is the, it just, it's heart wrenching to me um, with the, as beautiful and one of the top five cities on the planet being living as a resident of Santa Barbara, that it's always a struggle for you. Okay. And our special needs kids, like you say, they want to play on a real ball field. So I just wish when, you know, the, the people of Santa Barbara, the ones that, can pull the trigger on anything that they want whenever they want. I wish they would think about adding um, more for everybody because at the end of the day, you know, I'm going to coin a phrase here and I'm going to get to uh, Stephanie 
uh, here in a second. She's going to give us another update. But really, all teams matter. All teams, all teams matter. matter. Okay, so um, it's important for me uh, that, you know, Teen Sports Radio is 100% for 12 years and always will be 100% behind you. You know, yeah. I respect you immensely. You're a really good friend of mine. Thank you. And I love Keaton. Dominique and I went to his graduation. <laughs> and somebody, you know. So, uh, Stephanie, really fast. We got one minute. What's the update for Friday Night Lights? I know. If I, you have one. If you have one. Well, I was supposed to meet with Chad um, yeah, today, but earlier, but he had something to do. We're going to meet next week. But the update is he went to our award showground. He had a really nice, successful walkthrough regarding the turf. He's also, I reached out to Abe. He had just gotten back from vacation from San Marcos, and he was going to go over the email that Ted had sent him. Ted had sent him, and he also sent Dare, who's a new principal at San Marcos High School, um, our schedule, the dates that we needed. And Ted and I talked, and we feel very hopeful in any event we're going to obviously have you know, we're going to find something for us and with san marcus high school having their dates available we also have chase palm park and dwight murphy which might be pretty cool if we you know it might not it might might not be the friday nights but we might have to do friday and a sunday and if we do sunday at you know chase palm park or dwight murphy that would be really cool because the beach is there and you know, we're going to see what what options we're going to go with. Great, because so, we do have 700 kids out there right. that need a home. Um, and I want to give for a shout flag for, football. Right. And I want to give uh, Bishop uh, Aaron Skinner out there doing a great job uh, for hosting the girls clinic that they had. All girls flag football clinic <laughs> at, just at Bishop Diego High School. And of course, from I think Abe Jahami was our second guest on Teen Sports Radio 12 years ago. Lot, uh, I love this guy. I've known Abe for over 30 years. We worked a lot on the United Boys and Girls Club together. We were board members together. Um, this guy gets it done. And I could be wrong. I could be corrected. But I think he's the longest standing AD we have in the county. So, And he just, you don't get to do that unless you know how to get things done. So... If anybody can, it's going to be Abe Jahadami. Abe, we love you. Keep up the good work. Let's take a break. This is Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. We'll be back with a lot more after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back to Teen Sports Radio. I'm Dominique Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center. And I love to do what we lovingly call a hygge moment. Those comfy, cozy things that make life really fun and enjoyable. I want to tell a quick story. This is a story about a father and his daughter and the, the, his daughter. Um, Are you doing this because I have daddy issues? <laughs> no. Just, I mean, no, it's got to be about Erica. Okay. No, go ahead. So we'll call the daughter. You want to give the daughter a name? Erica. Erica. <laughs> just kidding. You so knew she was going to say Amy. that. We'll say Amy. No, no, we go with Erica. Okay. So Erica right. was okay. talking to her dad and just expressing how hard and difficult life has been right now. You know, there's just so much going on and 
And Erica was experiencing disappointments, you know, in school and friendships and just a lot of disappointments in life. And, and she would just, you know, was just expressing how, how difficult life was, you know, whether it's world or local, just very, very difficult. And the dad said to her, come with me, sweetheart. And they went into the kitchen. And in the kitchen, he said, I, I need your time, about 20 minutes. And I, and I want to help teach you something. And he took out of the refrigerator a potato. And he took out of the refrigerator an egg. And then he took out of the cupboard some ground coffee. And he set up three pots to boil. In one pot, he put the potato. In another pot, he put the egg. In another pot, he put the ground coffee. And after 20 minutes, he turned the, 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 the fire off, obviously, to come to a boil. And he pulled out the potato and put it in a, in a bowl. And he took out the egg and he cracked the egg open. And obviously, it's definitely a hard-boiled egg. And then with the coffee, he strained it a little bit and put some in a cup. And he said to his daughter, honey, I, I want you to think about life here. We have choices on how we're responding to life. We could start out like a potato, which is firm and hard. And then with life events, become soft and mushy. Or maybe we're an egg. We start out with life events and we're fragile. And things happen and we become hard instead of, instead of fragile and breakable, we, we become hard inside. Or we could be like coffee and become something new. So in this way, it's not that he was trying to shut down Erica, but he was trying to express that we have different ways that we respond to life events. And if we might all try to find those ways where we can become coffee when we hit that boiling point and become something new, then we might find life a little more enjoyable. So that's my Puga story for today. Okay, that was a really good story. <laughs> Are you the potato, the egg, or the coffee today? <laughs> well, I think I'm going to be the coffee. <laughs> Dr. Amy. So it's interesting, and I can't remember if we talked about this or not, but I'm writing a piece on fierce forgiveness. Mm. And it's so often that the way I've heard that story is often only with the egg and the potato and not the coffee. But I'm going to argue for all and. So there are places where it's really important for us to let the intensities of life soften us. There are places where it's really important for us to let the intensities of life harden us. And I don't mean harden like closed and rigid, but to stand up, to speak up, to uh, work for justice. Um, that's really important. And I really like the coffee and becoming something, something new. And I think that all of those options are available and the mindful choice is what is skillful in the moment. Do I need to soften? Do I need to speak up? 
Do I need to do something that I've never done before? All of those are really important. So thank you for the story. Oh, I love it. Christine. That, that's pretty. That's really wonderful, Dr. Amy. And it brought to me the vision of the, the with the hardening is like when we're working on muscles, um, you know, when we're weak and we're soft and we're so weak and you can't do, but sometimes you have to break down the muscle tissue and then it becomes stronger and more intense. And there's our emotional muscles, our physical muscles, our mental muscles, you know, so, and, and I, I just, I love that idea of, of um, the, an opportunity for the, each one to be each one of those things. And I wonder how many other things, you know, we can boil in water and see what that is. There must be more options than that, than just those three, right? Right. And I like the hardening of the muscles because what you're really talking about then is, then you're talking about like, bring it back to teen sports radio. That's what we are. <laughs> um, strength, endurance, flexibility. You know, a lot of sports involve like creativity, um, like in soccer, right? There's creativity on the ball, but we're and off the ball, like all of these qualities that you're talking about apply to sports and to life. Definitely. Don. Yeah. Don Sanders, Don's massage. Oh, I want to, I, I love what you all are saying. I wanted to piggyback on that. And I think thrown into the mix of what you've already said, to carry some awareness of that, you know, this life isn't forever, you know, and, and that if you've gone on for a string of days feeling like everything's horrible and nothing will ever change, I'm exaggerating, you know, then an awareness of death, it allows you to enjoy this day each moment, hopefully, you know, <laughs> there's, there's, today will never return, you know, we can speak of the past or the future, but the only reality we have is this present instant, you know, and so, Another thing I wanted to throw in the mix is if you haven't put your head in a good book lately, I'm talking about great literature, not just People magazine or whatever people, you know, <laughs> that's okay sometimes, okay? But I'm talking about communing with great minds on the pages of great literature, and it has so many health-giving benefits and just life-giving benefits. You know, the, the, uh, the famous uh, Victor Hugo who wrote Les Mis, he said, while ignorance and poverty persist on earth, books such as this cannot fail to be of value. So literature, we could say, is what nurtures the will to save the starving child, using that example. But from that will, action is taken and material and financial assistance is realized. And this is something we talk about quite often on, on our show here. Thanks. You go. Uh, I, um, Sierra, well, I think it's probably close to time for a break. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to jump into Sierra because she's doing the bodybuilding right now, and I'm sure she's got a flow in. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously I heard the analogy of the, the hardening of muscles and the flexibility and the creativity. Uh, where I really went with the, the idea of hardening or softening is how we hold our boundaries. You know, there are times when we need to come in with hammer strength and there's times when we need to come in with softness like water um, and and have being mindful and being at choice about how we're holding those boundaries and which type of power and strength we need to use in a given moment. Um, and it may end up being transformative 
because of that, right? Like it's not either or it's like, we might need to come in strong and then soften and then transformation, like the coffee analogy happens. So that's more where I went with it. Nice. Oh, I love it. That's, I love it. That was really good. And um, it, just real fast. The reason why I love telling stories as a Huga moment is um, it gets you to step out of your ego and step into your heart space. And rather than it be mm. telling you what you must do, stories help us reflect upon how we are experiencing our beingness and how we are experiencing our presence in the world. And so we get to reflect and try to bring new thoughts and new feelings to our situations. Right. The whole connection is what we want to focus on uh, learning and getting the tools. And we're blessed having Dr. Amy with a holistic practice and Sierra Boatwright uh, with us to teach us those tools, because I'm going to get to Sierra right after these messages because well, well, we'll we'll surprise everybody with the direction <laughs> that we're going to go. This Eric Asaldo, the creative team, would be back with more after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back to Teen Sports Radio. I am Sierra Boatwright, LMFT, founder and lead therapist at Santa Barbara Ecotherapy, which we provide nature-based psychotherapy to teens and families, individuals, adults of all ages. And so excited to be here on Teen Sports Radio today. Thank you. Oh, I have a question for you. So yes, shoot, shoot it right out. And I'm sure uh, Stephanie's got some questions for you, too. So we've had some uh, guests out and, and basically the analysis and the studies have shown that the programs that have been in place for decades, the dare, the don't say, uh, say no to drugs, all that, that has been a shameful fail. fail. So what, we're, what we want to focus on right now because if, if people don't are not aware of that, then and you, you have a child get hitting into the teens, 13 plus, even 10, whatever the age is, whatever you feel. Some kids are a lot more advanced than others. How do we approach and how do we have that conversation? We could do the potato, the coffee and the egg uh, story. You know, you can tell stories or whatever. I, I often analogies like that myself, but what what's the practices right now that we are can use what tools can we learn to help our kids as far as just saying uh or being more aware of uh the all the pressures that are outside and not to fall into situations where they can start experimenting and then sadly it's not like back in the day when we were all in school never had to worry about going out on a Friday and not waking up on a Saturday. So it's so. like, how, how do we talk to our kids about if they are considering using substances to change their state of consciousness? How are you encouraging parents to connect to their kids? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to start with a story. Um, we so like stories. When, when, story. <laughs> when Erica and I uh, sort of chatted about this a couple of days ago, I had a memory float back to my mind of an experiment called Rat Park, like rats that have four little legs. And Rat Park was a, a study of 
rats in impoverished environments and rats in enriched environments in which both environments had regular water and water laced with heroin. And what they discovered was rats in the impoverished environment, an environment where there's not rat toys, there's not a rat community. It's just like a few isolated rats with nothing to do. Uh, they figured out because the waters were kind of the only thing to do that the heroin laced water gave them a different experience. And over time, they eventually only sought the heroin laced water. And then they provided rats with a deeply enriched environment with rat toys and roller coasters and mazes and lots of uh, rats of different ages. And, and, you know, and there were like lots of these little subsets that started developing. And even though the heroin laced water was there, the rats rarely hit it. And the conclusion of that study was that the, that the, the, the answer to addiction is not necessarily the promotion of abstinence. It is more successful when there is an opportunity for connection. Mm-hmm. So that, 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 that the opposite of addiction is connection rather than the opposite of addiction being <laughs> abstinence, right? And so instead of, and, and like, in, so to answer your question another way, we all know that the best way to get a teen to do something we don't want them to do is to tell them what we don't want them to do. <laughs> and, and that goes for three-year-olds as well. Don't touch the stove. Next thing you know, we're putting a aloe on. But um, so instead of like directly Ooh. providing the, the, the stimulus to like go and seek this forbidden fruit, rather developing a connection with our teens where we understand their nuances we understand the desire for connection that they have which is primarily social which is often activity based which is you know it's a different style of connection than we as parents want to probably provide for them like my 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 13 year old it's like i have to say to her i'm going to kiss your face now and she stands there and i, I grab her face and i kiss her face um, but you know they have a different way of connecting so, so if we can, if we can enrich the youth's environment, right, if we can make sure that there's lots of opportunities for them to pursue the connections that are important to them, if we can keep our connection pliable, flexible, uh, attuned to their needs, aware of the ups and downs of their behavior patterns, of their moods, uh, aware of when, you know, signs, signs that could be things like, my kid has been in a consistently elevated mood for five to seven days, which is out of the norm of how I understand them to be normally, that would be something I would want to lean into or, or a behavior pattern that becomes more erratic than usual for a given period of time. That would be something I would want to look into. Um, but, but sometimes going at it very directly, at least at the first can, can actually like create less connection. And so I'm, I'm, I think in this moment I'm leaning into the potato coffee analogy rather than the like hard boiled egg analogy. Um, Conversation wise, like asking open-ended questions, parents can look up an intervention called motivational interviewing, which is, which is, you know, a pretty basic tool that's used in a lot of drug and alcohol counseling, um, which basically provides a open space for people to explore and develop discrepancy about their choices without us coming in and saying, well, don't you think you should quit now? You know, um, so that's a tool that parents can use. And then also considering, um, you know, looping in with the Council on Alcoholism and Drug Abuse, their Daniel Bryant program 
has programs for teens as well as for parents, um, parents getting involved in Al-Anon so that they can equip themselves with tools to, you know, cope with their own feelings about what might be happening with their kids. Um, and then, and then informing themselves about harm reduction practices, because sometimes just cutting your kid off from a thing can actually backfire and rather, you know, creating a support team that helps them titrate off slowly might have a better outcome. So those are just some of the thoughts that came to me as we, you know, sort of tossed this idea out a few days ago. And based on your question, I'm hoping that that's helpful. Love it. Absolutely really love good. it. That's and really good. I just want to give a reminder to parents, doesn't matter what age your children are. What I learned as a parent is that my kids were basically sitting back with a box of popcorn and watching me. Mm-hmm. I was the main movie event. So the one of the best things we can do for our kids is embody the life practices that we are hoping they might pick up and enjoy. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's similar to what when I was a teacher, um, I was trained that they don't necessarily do what I say, they do what I do. And so as, as we're aligning with our own, you know, connecting with ourselves and reaching out and healing and striving in our own lives, that's what we're giving children the opportunity to see too. And I know that sometimes I don't have biological children myself, but I understand the capacity to look at these human beings who we love so much. I have God children and see ourselves in what they're doing and want to stop it. And at the same time, honoring their journey and really knowing that what we want them to change might be reflecting what we need to change within ourselves. John. Yeah, a matriarch of a giant clan I know in the San Fernando Valley who I've been practicing with in my Buddhist Sangha for years. She said to me one day, she goes, the kids don't listen to what's coming out of your mouth. They watch your back and where yeah. you're going and what you're doing. Really well put. Good, good chatter. All right, we've got to take a little break. We've got a little tarot right after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back to Teen Sports Radio. This is Christine Marie with a view from the deck. And we have been talking about lots of really yummy, good stuff. Um, The main thing, well, one of the things that take away that we've been talking about for the last few weeks is connection is the opposite of addiction. What a beautiful thing. And, and the, the tarot card that's next in our journey um, is the emperor card. The emperor card is card number four. And this card, the thing that comes to me with this card more than any other is that in Chinese medicine, um, in the meridian, Chinese meridian theory, the heart is the emperor and the mind's highest and best service is or highest and best use is in service to the heart. 
And so it's this understanding that when we are really connected in with our heart and the wisdom of our of our heart and our body, that that's when we can be of service to the world as well. Um, the Emperor card is um, related to the sign of Aries. Um, in in the in the tarot, I talk about divine feminine, divine masculine. So this is the the static holding divine masculine that holds the structure. Um, the the magician is the active creative go 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 do 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 and this is the i've built i've done i'm holding and i think it's so beautiful when we when that the story that dominique spoke about the father who off who talked to his daughter and offered these different options he's someone who's been through that he there's that there's an aspect of us as you know as 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 we age and of, of mastery that comes to us where we've we've softened we've broken we've um we've we've transformed we've done all of these different things and how and how do we offer that to the world one of my in the card that's in my deck there's a you know almost always the emperor is sitting in a throne with ram's heads which is like for aries but this 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 emperor has bees flying near his head and is talking about how does the work that you do the mastery in your life Life, how does that sweeten the world? And I think it's such a beautiful thing to realize that we do have opportunities to bring that mastery and to connect our heart to the world, and that that is the role of the emperor in all, one of the roles of the emperor. So that's that's what I have to bring to this conversation right now. <laughs> nice. I love that so much. If I could add one one quick thing, I just learned. So we we have fruit trees uh, on our property, a few of them. And we, you know, normally when you plant a tree, you put a stake. So like the, that stake could be the, the emperor. And then I learned, oh, but you don't leave the stake in all the time because that presence of the emperor, you want that presence to be on the inside. Mm -hmm. So when you remove the stake from the tree, the wind, the tree needs the wind in order mm. to develop a strong root system. So, the, so we can find times in our life where we may see the presence of the emperor on the outside. And then as we grow, we have to cultivate the presence of the emperor on the inside, which causes us to have deeper, stronger roots. Yeah, like yes. That. And how, how beautiful with that perspective of when we were talking about adulting and parenting and, and how, you know, children don't do what they say, they do what we do. Yes, we can build a structure for them and hold them and say, this is how we do it. And there are other times when we have to show them with who we are, with that internal structure that we have, this is how it's done. And they have to work on that muscle or that strength themselves they have to build that internal strength. Yeah, John. Yeah, uh, building that muscle inside is is a product of having endured many winters. Mm -hmm. You know, you can build that strength. No one can better bask in summer's bomb than those who have endured winter's bite. Mm -hmm. Similarly, it is those who have suffered through life's darkest hours who are able to truly savor the bright dawn of happiness. The person who's transformed the worst of fate into the best of fortune is life's champion. <sighs> we're going through everyone goes through dark times or you have to look at your shadow you have to own stuff you have to drop your ego um stephanie forrester here in the house one of her newest co-hosts she knows that probably more than most um stephanie how have you been i've been i've been good i mean you know um i'm, I'm really glad it was wonderful hearing the story hearing the rat story because sort of have changed my 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 direction in 
sort of the opiate project I want to look into doing preventative things that can keep the kids away from wandering and looking at things and having a lot more activities in Santa Barbara for teens, um, even if it's sports, uh, art, music. Um, I'm getting t-shirts that should be here tomorrow that say teen sports matter. Woo! That, I yeah, thought that baby. would be really, okay. really fun and catchy and they're nice quality t-shirts and you know, I would like to give them to people, give them to, you know, all of everybody and hand them out at any venue anybody's going to. And it's just a, a, a reminder. Well, Dr. D is a size large. We're going to get to Dr. Amy in a second, but Dr. D is a size large. And Dr. D, I think you'd be looking at hot. It's got the Team Sports Radio logo on it. We're in, you're in Grooving in the Grove, big dog. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. I will be there. Grooving in the Grove at the end of the month. Yeah, hey. you got it. You got it. it. Absolutely. So, you actually have lost a couple of LBs. You're still a large, right? Or you want to, yeah, I don't, I don't think. Absolutely. That's, you got it. Uh, large. You're on, you're on it. I'll be, I'll, I'll be handing out some to you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Absolutely. Oh, I just wanted to kind of connect all this conversation about connection. So, I think that there's two, at least two ways that we need to think about connection, maybe more, but we want to help teens for sure connect externally to their support. And we want to help them connect internally to their support and that both are important and necessary. And often our teens even though they don't want it, need help with that. Yeah. Here, here. It, it's hard for this generation or maybe any generation, because I've often asked my boys when they were going through times, I said, hey, I have somebody if you want to talk to or you find somebody you want to talk to, I'll take care of it. No, I'm okay. <laughs> okay. And we're just like, slam the door. So I, I'm not the right, clearly I'm not the right messenger and it doesn't hurt my feelings, but it's like, geez, did I, how can I introduce the option? I just don't understand. I, I mean, going through my divorce in 1999, that was not a good time in my life, whatever. But out of it, I got therapy and I love therapy. Dominique and I, uh, we look, I put my, my monies, our therapist is 200 an hour. So I throw, <laughs> I throw, I put it away. I save it. And it's when we hit a bump in life individually or together, it's just like, do you want to go, you know, talk to Ellen and it's, it works. And I have no problem. That's why people like Sierra and Dr. Amy, you guys have skill sets because you're from the outside looking at, it's so easy when you're from, I, I'm really good at other people's stuff. I, I suck at my own, excuse my friend, <laughs> but other people's stuff, man, I fix you up in a nanosecond. So I don't know. I just, I get, I, I'm so thankful to have, Dr. Amy and Sarah about right well, on the show. And I think just keeping it real for a minute, like I also have support, right? We all need someone outside of us to give us a view yeah. of where we are and to help us untangle our thinking. So just so that, you know, everybody knows that we, we all, you know, 
We all need somebody to lean, to lean on. Uh, Emily just laughed. She's the one with the pipes. Okay, let's take a little break. Let's do a little stretch. We'll be have a little bit more right after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Okay, we're back. I've got about a minute, and I just want to thank everybody out there who's listening. And what I like to do is look at the logistics. SoundCloud is one of our platforms, and I was just blown away because every month, it seems like we're going up. This month from last month, we're up 138%. And what you can do on SoundCloud is just look at the different places and cities that are tuning in. So uh, queenofteensb at gmail.com. Again, that's queenofteensb at gmail.com. If I say a country and you're listening from that country, email me and I'm going to send you a coffee cup or a T-shirt. I'm going to send you something. So we got Frankfurt, Brussels. Uh, We've got a couple of other places that I got. Honduras. And what else? And in Honduras, specifically a San Pedro Sula. So if you're from there, send me an email. I'm going to send you a t-shirt or a cup. God bless. See you next week.